0: I am your host, Greg Otto. I know I said on the last episode that we would be done for the week, but then I was made aware of a term that caused me to run to a microphone, leaking sinkhole. See, there was a bulletin released in April from a DoD agency that said a Chinese hacker group had been stealing data from cleared contractors via a leaked sinkhole. Our team looked at the story, scratched our heads, and said, that's an odd term. I don't think internet sinkholes could leak. Our Shannon Vavra dug into the story over the past few weeks and found that the experts who saw the bulletin were just as puzzled as we were. So what happened here? I talked to Shannon about a story she published earlier this week that detailed the mess around the notice. Check it out. Okay, joining us now, Shannon Vavra, Cyberscoop reporter. Shannon, the last time you were on, Securiosity, we talked about... WorldWired Labs. And I remember saying that that was one of the more wild stories that I can remember. And then here we are a couple weeks later, and you've totally outdone yourself when it comes to weird stories. Let's talk about the story that you recently published on CyberScoop. I will let you back up and start from a couple weeks ago when the uh, release was put out.
1: So a couple weeks ago, this is mid-April, we're all in quarantine, and the DCSA issues a bulletin to 38 cleared contractors, warning of possible Chinese government-linked hackers, suspicious activity that may or may not be targeting some cleared contractors. To clarify what they mean by that is, the hackers may or may not be targeting cleared contractors. They may or may not be Chinese. There's no indication what the hacker's motivation may or may not be in the alert, um, which we got our hands on, or whether contractors were even compromised. So at the, at the get-go, we have a mystery on our hands. And, and, and kudos goes to Politico for first reporting on the bulletin. When we dug into the alert a little bit more, we saw that there was some confusing technical language at the very end of the alert that said there was a sinkhole that appeared to be leaking some cleared contractor data But when we talked to security experts about what that could possibly mean, everybody ended up scratching their heads and saying they never heard about any leaking sinkhole. They had no idea what that could possibly mean.
0: Okay. So like you said, we have the basis for a mystery there. So let's back up a second. DCSA, let's talk about what this agency is, who they are, and what their primary objective is.
1: So the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency is a relatively new intelligence shop uh, housed under the Department of Defense. And we say they're new because last year they got a name change uh, when they took over some of the responsibilities that the Office of Personnel Management had for running federal background checks, which itself has been uh, interesting in the last couple of years when OPM suffered a breach Uh, That's widely believed to have taken place because of Chinese hackers. That doesn't necessarily appear to be related at all to this bulletin, but the new shop is now working on federal background checks. So that's sort of the context for DCSA.
0: And this is not a shop that is well ingrained with cybersecurity, right? I mean, I don't remember ever seeing any sort of cybersecurity alert from the DCSA prior to this bulletin being released in April.
1: This is definitely the first DCSA alert I've seen. Uh, Frequently, uh, folks who work in the government will get alerts on security issues, uh, typically from the FBI, sometimes from the DCSA.
0: Leaked sinkhole. Let's talk about what that entailed. I know that just, just hearing that and when you came to me and started talking about that was in the bulletin, I was like, I don't think that makes any sense. I don't think that's the way that sinkholes work it's not like actual sinkholes in the world that deal with you know water movement or anything like that so let's dive into what exactly you heard from experts when you were like hey have you ever heard of a leaked sinkhole before
1: yeah so when we when we first read the bulletin we saw that there was this possible leaking sinkhole with possible malicious activity and we thought well that sounds sort of like maybe the sinkhole is defective, right? Maybe it's leaking something, maybe there's traffic coming out of it, but that goes against the grain of exactly what sinkholes are meant to do, which is capture malicious traffic uh, either to analyze it uh, for security researching purposes or to block, say, malicious botnets, which is really the primary use case for sinkholes. Uh, So when we talk to experts who work with sinkholes or who analyze internet traffic over and over again, they had trouble even conceptualizing what a leaking sinkhole would look like. And that boils down to the way sinkholes work. They're capturing malicious traffic, sort of serving as a dead end for any sort of bad traffic. Um, and the funny thing about it is even BitSight, the company that owns the sinkhole, um, which was originally created by Anubis, has no idea what the bulletin is talking about. I talked to Dan Dahlberg, who is the director of security research, uh, at Bitsite, and he said that there's no indication that Bitsite has that any of the activity uh, and behavior related to their sinkhole that the DCSA details is anything they've seen before.
0: The sinkhole that was in the bulletin, you talked to the owners of that sinkhole, and they said they have no idea what the DCSA was talking about.
1: That's correct. I talked to the owners of the sinkhole, uh, they work at Bitsite. They say that they don't recognize the activity that DCSA has referenced in the bulletin. They say they haven't seen any indication that there's any kind of leaking or any kind of cleared contractor data that has been captured by their sinkhole.
0: So, okay, we have a leaking sinkhole. And let's just say, you know, to figure this out, we went and tried to talk to a couple experts about, okay, nobody's ever heard that term, but. If it's a mistake, what could a leaking sinkhole actually look like? And what did you find?
1: A couple of people, after we mulled it over for, you know, whether it was 30 minutes or an hour, it really took us some time to get there. Uh, we thought, well, okay, maybe the contractors were hacked. And then maybe the infected computers at these contracting facilities were working to communicate back and forth with the command and control servers that are controlled by the attackers. However, maybe the BitSite sinkhole did exactly what it's supposed to do and it captured some of this malicious traffic. And maybe that is something that DCSA considers to be leaking because the contractors are leaking. Even though the sinkhole catches it, it it might be considered concerning behavior uh, to the DCSA. So that was one option. If that's the case, that's not laid out clearly in the bulletin at all. So we explored a couple other options. Sometimes hackers, if they become aware of a sinkhole capturing their traffic, but they're still trying to communicate with victim machines, they'll sort of play a trick on security researchers and maybe they'll sort of bypass a sinkhole. So they can do that in a number of ways, one of which could be they might block the IP address of the sinkhole that might be capturing their malicious traffic so that they can then communicate with victimized machines. When when Dan Dahlberg over at BitSight and I talked about that possibility, he said, well, That's a possibility, but that's a pretty easy fix on our end. We can just change our IP address again. So that would sort of create this cycle of going back and forth between the hackers and the sinkhole to capture the traffic. One scenario that is particularly perplexing and perhaps the most likely answer here is that maybe there is no infected machine at all. Maybe the cleared contractors are security researchers. And they are communicating back and forth with the attackers uh, in order to conduct research. And to an outside observer, to a third party, maybe DCSA, that might look like the cleared contractors are infected. Or in this case, it might explain why the language is so vague in the bulletin that says there's inbound and outbound connections being made. So it's possible that the DCSA just caught on to some possibly malicious activity that security researchers were researching and wanted to spread awareness about it. So that's another possibility.
0: All of that confusion aside, let's talk about who this was pinned on. This was a group known as Electric Panda, which, cool name, but we don't know a lot about. What did you find there?
1: Electric Panda is appearing to be fairly elusive, at least publicly, in the information security community. That's in part because... It appears that CrowdStrike has detailed Electric Panda in 2013, but they only obliquely refer to them on one PowerPoint slide saying they're Chinese government hackers, and they're just sort of embedded in a a list of uh, about a dozen Chinese government hackers. That's about it. The DCSA says there are multiple cybersecurity firms in the private sector that have attributed Electric Panda actors to the Chinese government. and, and that's sort of where the DCSA leaves it. We reached out to CrowdStrike to ask them to comment on what could possibly be happening here or to even give insight on what Electric Panda's typical tactics, techniques, and procedures are. And they declined to, to comment for this story. So they're a little bit of a mystery. As far as Chinese hackers go, we know that they've been interested perennially in targeting government contracting work, whether that's stealing F-35 blueprints or targeting naval contractors. And there was a wide variety of contracting facilities that were targeted. we were talking cybersecurity, directed energy, naval, maritime, um, aerospace, and the list goes on. So it's not necessarily clear, as far as the DCA puts it, that the hackers were even interested in technology. So that might not even tell us more about what the hackers are interested in doing.
0: Yeah. Did you get a sense from talking to anybody that Electric Panda may just be another Chinese group that is already known, or is this a group you know, altogether that has stayed pretty quiet and just stayed elusive and doesn't have any ties to any of the other Chinese hacking groups that we know about?
1: Well, Electric Panda seems to be relatively unknown, if old. Uh, there are some possible overlaps with another set of targeting from known Chinese actors before, I spoke with Karim Hijazi from Prevalian, um, and he said that one of the indicators of compromise in the bulletin um, it's uh, this domain that looks like it would be pronounced Gigapofa. Uh, no, gibberish, it, we'll just call it, it gibberish. Who knows what it really says? It's a known command and control server of this malware called Fireball. Uh, Fireball has previously been used to infect 250 million computers worldwide that malware appears to be focused either on downloading malware or tampering with some web traffic. But to be clear, it's not at all indicated in the bulletin that this malware has been used or that the possible Electric Panda actors even tried to use malware against contractors. It's just that Electric Panda may be linked with Fireball.
0: And to be clear... The DCSA probably, uh, let's just say, in a hunch, the DCSA probably got some input from other government agencies. But the government agencies that we talked to didn't really respond to a lot of the questions that we had about this uh, for clarity. I mean, who else did you reach out to that just seemingly was like, "Yeah, we can't talk about it"?
1: Cyber Command deferred comment to DCSA. DCSA said we issued this bulletin to help contractors work on mitigations um FBI and DHS both declined to comment outright. Um when we spoke with the National Security Agency, they through a spokesperson said everybody should focus on two-factor authentication. Everybody should be patching uh, all their systems. Um so we don't know if the hackers were exploiting or trying to exploit unpatched systems. But we do know that hackers frequently exploit unpatched systems and there's a whole host of uh, operating systems that and and applications that they could be exploiting here. It's not clear they're linked, but the NSA just put out that reminder. So as far as to what the meaning of this DCSA bulletin, it still looks like a mystery, and and BitSight still doesn't know what it's talking about.
0: So yeah, I I want to ask you because you have been obviously neck deep in this uh, for weeks what's the most intriguing part of this mystery to you? I feel like this could go five or six different ways, and I'm not necessarily asking you to, you know, put on your detective cap and say, oh, it was, you know, Colonel Mustard in the library with the pipe wrench. But what exactly do you think of all of this here?
1: There are two extremely interesting parts of this to me, beyond the fact that the whole thing is just very confusing and puzzling. The first is that, the DCSA alert was unclassified. Um, it makes me wonder, is there another version of this alert that may have more information? Is there a reason that, the, that this version that we gained access to is so vague? Maybe that explains it. Um, if, that, if that's not the case, and this is the only bulletin on this kind of activity and all these suspicious behaviors... It, it makes me wonder what visibility the intelligence community actually has into these Chinese hackers, which raises a whole host of questions about visibility into Chinese hackers uh, writ large. The The other interesting thing is there's another possibility about what the hackers may have been up to, which is seems to expose sort of the underbelly of how the internet works. And it may just be the kind of thing where this whole thing is an accident. If there are some recycled IP addresses floating around there where previously Electric Panda was using some IP addresses to get victimized traffic as a part of an exploit chain they were using, whether that be in the last year or five years ago, that then have been recycled to be used by BitSite. They just may be accidentally coming across this malicious traffic that somehow is being reactivated in the last couple of months, and, and that's an interesting scenario where this whole thing is an accident. No one knows what's happening, but it seems malicious, so we got to talk about it.
0: Fascinating stuff from uh, top to bottom. So Shannon, thanks for hopping on board and discussing it. Look forward to having you on again in two to three weeks when you have another wild story that blows my mind. Thank you. Thanks again to Shannon for diving into that with us. Wild story. Leaking sinkholes. Uh, I mean, watch out for them, I guess, if you know that's something that you're worried about, but I don't think uh, the majority of us have too much to worry about. That's it for this week, this time, I promise. So we will talk to you again next week, but in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, stay curious.